Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hello, Christian Craig. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you betcha. You're going to talk about something that we've talked about before, but it's important how to turn your passion into purpose. So many of our past guests had a passion or an idea, but didn't know how to take it and bring it to the marketplace. But you've launched a very successful hair care product, Airlux, and that brings together uh, quality ingredients that's great for your hair. A lot of the stuff we use on our hair out there, you know, toxic chemicals, uh, but you wanted to bring something that was using quality ingredients. But how did you come to the point of, I had this idea and bringing it from idea to passion to the market? How did that happen? Sure. So I, our Lux is based off of um, something called Ayurvedics, which I heard about in 2013 or 14 online following influencers on YouTube. And Ayurvedics is kind of India's ancient healing system, and it's their system of medicine. And it revolves around certain types of religious belief system, but it also revolves around um, things that are natural to heal, such as exercise, uh, you know, quality eating, and very specific herbal remedies that have been really, really great at addressing a lot of different issues. So I didn't know about Ayurvedics at the time. But I, I came across it that Ayurvedics were great for hair care. They were great for uh, hair growth, stopping shedding, breakage, shine, all that stuff. And um, when I heard about it, all of the influencers that found that it worked really well were all purporting to go to an Indian store, find these nine or 10 herbs, put them in water, and then put them on your hair. And years ago at the time, I'm like, I don't have, I believe that this works, but I don't have the time and energy to go to the store and do this every week. I'm just not interested. Yeah. Um, so a few, it was, it was actually last year, I was in a slower time in my career. And I said, you know, I'm in a hair care rut. I don't know what to do with my hair. It keeps breaking. Let me go back and see these Ayurvedic videos again. So I went back to the Ayurvedic videos and I said, let me just give it a try. So I got the recipes, went to the Indian stores. I spent 60 or $70 and all these herbal products and and, and I put them together and then I smelt it. And that was the first problem. I'm like, this smells like Indian food. I don't know if I want to really want to put this on my hair. I love Indian food, but you know, it's a lot. So um, I'm like, okay, no pain, uh, no gain. So I, I put it on my hair and you notice my hair is curly. That was the second problem is that it was hard to get out of my hair. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there for an hour ab- above the bowl, just like, literally with the comb, just with the water, trying to get, it took an hour and a half, two hours to get these dried herbs from my hair. And I'm like this, I'm never doing this again. And there has to be a better way. So when I went online, I'm like, did I do something wrong? Because the way that people talk about it, this should be like a magic. (laughs) And the truth was I, a lot of people had the same problems. They couldn't find these herbs. Um, Even though they're amazing for your hair, they do amazing things. They couldn't find them. They had the smell was an issue for people mm-hmm. and they couldn't get out of their hair. And I'm like, no one's creating a product with these Ayurvedic herbs in a format that really works for modern women. Mm. So I said, okay, that doesn't work. And then I went to try to go see if I can find products in India. 
Well, they were very cheaply formulated with mineral oils and parabens and sulfates and things we just would not put in our hair today. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, how can we offer these incredible, powerful herbs that have been scientifically proven to grow hair better than moth still 2% to some of these products are able to reverse graying. They've been scientifically proven to be anti-dandruff and antifungal and antibacterial. So they improve scalp health. This is not, this isn't just a hocus pocus. It's actually been proven in several studies. How do I get these into a format that's clean and a packaging that's beautiful and that smells nice and something people can use every week? And that's where our looks came about. Um, it was not an easy road. If you'd like me to go on or do you, do you have any questions? No, no, it's amazing to me what what you're saying here. And and see, this is what, when you get started on a, on a passion, a lot of the passion uh, comes about from struggles in our own lives, like yours with your hair. How do I get this? So I have fresh ingredients and I have a hair care product that actually works, but I'm not sitting here for an hour and I get you there because I used to use uh, henna on my hair and it's like a big mud pack. You put some (laughs) olive oil on it, you throw on your hair. And you're like sitting here for 10 minutes. It smells like a bunch of mud on my hair. Yeah. You know, it looks great on my hair for about two seconds. And then the hen is out in three days. It's like all this trouble when I could just get some hair care products that has a bunch of chemicals, but hey, it stays in my hair longer. Uh, But yeah, I get you. There's that need out there and you saw the need and you brought something that made it better. Now, um, how did it come about where, okay, now you've got the product. Now comes the real challenge. How do you get it out there? where you build your brand, where people are like, okay, I want that. Because that's the problem. You have an idea, you have a passion, but how do you bring it to the marketplace? Yeah, so I would like to take a step back because there's another challenge in between there, which is how do I get this product made? I have this idea, but how do I actually get this product made? So the truth is, is that packaging and branding is not necessarily my strength, like the packaging aspect, but that was pretty easy. Mm -hmm. The hard part was the manufacturing. Because a lot of these herbs like Bringash, Brahmi, Tulsi, Ritha, Chicaca are not in the U.S. supply chain. Meaning um, when I went to contract manufacturers and I needed to have a very low um, order quantity because I could, I'm not going to buy 100,000 of, of every bottle. I don't know if yes. people are going to like this stuff, right? You have to figure out how to start small via the lean startup methodologies, right? And so it's testing the market with very few products. So I go to a contract manufacturer and they're like, I don't wanna work with you. Mm -hmm. It took me months to find a contract manufacturer who would work with me because they didn't have all of these exotic ingredients already in their supply chain. They didn't wanna stock 25 kilos of every every herb just for me. Mm -hmm. And so they liked the idea, but they were like, no. And so I searched all over the country to find someone to work with me. And you know what I end up doing to to actually make this work? And this is something where you actually have to use a lot of ingenuity to make your dream come come true and the things that you think. What I did is I found a contract manufacturer who was willing to work with me, but they were incredible. They're great at formulation. But what I did was I worked with an Ayurvedic expert in India to develop a proprietary blend of those herbal ingredients. And so the contract manufacturer doesn't have to find nine of these herbal ingredients themselves. I source those separately. Now I have a custom proprietary blend. So if you like it, you have to buy my product because it's only there. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's based off of Ayurvedic, Ayurvedic expertise for the conditions that I'm trying to treat, which is the shedding, breakage, all that stuff. 
-hmm. And then what we did is we, we extracted it, we brought it to the United States and then it gets extracted in the same way scientists extract it. And that way we have the best of both worlds. So we have the modern formulation, but I figured out a way to get around, how do I get these exotic herbs that no one's really ever heard of and they don't really want to work with? How do I get that into my product? And that's how it worked. So that's like the intermediary step, intermediary step, which was you have a great idea, but it's in your head. And it's just conceptual. How do you get someone to work with you to actually get a product in your hand? And that's, that's a lot harder than it, than it seems. And in every component, you know, when you go to the store, you find a product, you take for granted that there's a cap on there. But that has to be sourced <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the label has to be sourced in the bottle. All the different components of, to make a visual presentation for a product all have a story when you're an entrepreneur. Well, what's amazing to this is a lot of our entrepreneurs that have come on our service entrepreneurs. We've had doctors and, and vets. But what's interesting is when you're a product small business, that's a whole other ballpark that is a lot more planning than say, I just have this great idea or the service I'm going to present. There's a certain way you have to market that. But now, like you said, when you're doing a product, you have to get every little bit that makes that product and source them from all different distributors all over the place and bring them together yeah. in one place. And so when you started working with people and different distributors, how did you convince them? Or did you just keep picking up the phone and plugging away, plugging away until you got what you wanted? I proverbially knocked on doors. I, I just, and you know, what was cool is I had the branding. So I had something to show them. This is what I'm trying to do. Some people had heard of it. Some people had not, but, um, I just kept calling and said, this is what I'm interested in. They said, it's great, but we, we have to do 50,000 MOQ minimum order quantity. And I'm like, I'm thinking more like 500. (laughs) (laughs) We're way off. And so it was just a matter of just being, um, just persevering finding the right terms because there's all kinds of terms in terms of who owns a formula and how much it costs to develop that you can't break the bank on these things. So it was definitely a consistent effort to say, I know I have an idea and if I can just get somebody to work with me, that's all I need. And what I'm getting from you, Christian, it was probably also a super learning experience as you were going about, as you were, I have the idea, I'm going to start looking for how to get it out there. And bit by bit, you started to learn what was necessary in order to get the product out there. That's right. I have some experience because I've done some product work that worked for a natural, um, a very large, one of the largest retailers and health and wellness space. Mm. And so I've done supply chain and, and development of product and understanding everything around the packaging design before, once before. And so every component about having a FDA compliant label, mm. I mean, there are just so many things and what has to be on the front panel, the back panel, the side panel that's really, really important. And you're right. I've learned so much. So just to give you one example, I'm not in the beauty industry. I don't even consider myself that leaning. That's not my background at all. I'm more like finance engineer, like org transformation stuff. And so what I did was I went on the social media accounts. This is a tip. This is for the marketing. This gets your marketing. How do you get your word out there in terms of how to, how do I talk about hair products? Mm -hmm. I'm an engineer. How do I talk about this stuff? I went on a social media accounts of large competitors mm-hmm. and just figured out every adjective they use from, um, you know, to talk about problems. So damage, 
mm-hmm. strands or, or whatever. I just figured out all of the words that the words that people would want, such as hydration, moisture, strong. I mean, I had to figure out all these different marketing words and I put them in a big spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I can use strand and hair interchangeably. I can use wave kinks, curls interchangeably or coils. Now I can use, um, you know, severely dry or damaged or, you know, all these things that you have to figure out. How do you connect with your customer? What is the industry language? That was part of cracking the code and the things that I had to learn to devise language around my brand so that it would resonate to my customers and come to life. Wow, this is so impactful. And I think that's interesting. Uh, I've heard people come to me, oh, I'm starting a new business and look at my website. What do you think of the colors in my outfit? Do you think my outfit? I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure your customer's not worried about your outfit or the color scheme of your website. Uh, but really, what is it for them? What, what are you presenting them that they need or want or desire that'll make their lives better? And so I love that you went there and said, okay, what are the words out there in my industry that my customer is looking for? And what can I do to bring it to them in a way that will attract them, but a language they get? That's absolutely right. As a matter of fact, I took a step further because I kind of was the customer that was solving the problem. So I kind of had a, I thought I had a visceral idea of their needs. And so the products were built for their needs, but I actually had an independent person come in and do a customer voice analysis to go out into these particular niche markets and go online where they actually are and say, how does my customer describe their problem? Because as you say, they, no one cares about my business. No one, not even my mom, <laughs> they care about their problem mm-hmm. and the extent to, and they don't even care about whether or not your product solves their problem. Mm-hmm. It's, can you communicate it? Mm-hmm. And the only way that you can actually adequately communicate it is if you're speaking their language. So you're talking about the problem, the way they talk about the problem. Wow. And they them a solution and you explain why, mm-hmm. but you have to know your customer in order to do that. And so when you talk about building a brand and building a consumer facing brand, you have to get into the customer. You have to know where they are and you have to know what their needs are and how they talk about it and frame everything you do from all your marketing, um, part, your, your marketing, your value proposition all around the customer. Yeah. Well, this is fascinating. And this is just the tip of the iceberg uh, of what you need to do. I love also that you went into the market having a visual um, display of here's what I have to offer. This is the vision. And um, my friend who started her, his own product did the same thing. When you're going to go investors, in his case, getting investors, you had to have a clear outline of what exactly they're investing in. What is it that, you know, what's your vision? What do you want me to invest in? And how is it going to, you know, Again, how is it going to affect me? Because if it's not going to help them, they're not going to be in it for either. Uh, but this has been so fascinating. I don't want people to leave without getting their own um, Aerolux. How could they do that? Sure. www.rlux.com. We were in a bit of a, um, a sellout situation for a second, but all of our products back in stock. Um, A-Y-U-R-L-U-X-E. Check out the website. What's so cool about it is that If you are a novice and you don't know much about Ayurvedics, that's okay. The website is full of information about every herb, as well as all the scientific studies that back up the the claims of all the herbs. So check it out. I think I'm going to check it out myself. My hair is a little dry. Beautiful (laughs) hair. (laughs) Well, Christian, I just have to thank you again for sharing your great wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. 
If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.